are listening to Just Another Sports Podcast. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of you that uh, tune in on a weekly basis to our podcast. Nice of you. Yeah. Is there anyone out there? The millions and millions that tune in every week uh, to this podcast, including our man uh, Cody Wilcox, who uh, University of Maryland Journalism student, who shouted me yesterday and said he checked out a couple episodes. So. Well, yeah, because he was shadowing you. Yeah, so th- thanks, thanks for listening, Cody. Greg Slotek, Colin McGuire, uh, Josh Smith, here with you, as always. Lots to talk about this week, guys. It's NFL Draft Week. We Thank ex- God it's finally here. I, I, I know. <laughs> I am so tired of it. it. It gets to that point where it's just too much. I mean, there's like thousands of mock drafts out there. They all say yeah. the same thing. Are you guys mockers? Do you look at that stuff? Do you read I, them? I, I don't read everyone's, but I, I can't resist clicking on a few of those. Yeah, I, I don't read any of them, but uh, as you were talking, Greg, I was – uh, looking uh, one up actually because of this question we're going to get to, and I was uh, wondering about a few things, but we'll get to that when we get to that. And, and it's funny with the mocks; like, if, no matter who's who's you the look mocks. at, it, oh. it, it, it's different. I mean, one guy says one thing, another guy says another thing. You don't know who's telling the truth. You don't know what they're hearing, who they're hearing it from. So it's like, well, what what do you believe? During well, this even time even of, if they're hearing it from a legitimate source, they're blowing smoke most of the time. Right, so like, like 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 an NFL. I, that's why I don't even look at any of it. An, an NFL GM could directly tell someone we're taking this guy, but but do you, it's like poker. I mean, uh, yeah. do, do you do you believe the person what they're telling you? Like today, for example, there's a report that the Browns have apparently cooled off on Sam Darnold, and now the choice at number one is between Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield, who, who are like the two quarterbacks I don't want them to take. And they're polar opposites. I saw this great tweet from Ross, Ross Tucker today. He said like these guys are essentially like complete opposites, Yeah, if you think about it. Yet those are the ones that, these, that the Browns are apparently I, most interested in. I would want Darnold or Rosen over either either one of those guys. Um, I, just the, I, th- I think they're both risks. I mean, Mayfield might not be Johnny. I mean, I, I get where they're not the same person and, and and maybe Mayfield doesn't have all of the off the field stuff that, that that Johnny had going on but they're so similar to me on on the field stature wise playing style maybe Baker's a better pure passer than Manziel but I would agree with uh, all but, that. But, but but they remind me so much of each other and I couldn't believe the Browns after making that mistake uh, just a couple of years ago would do it again. Yeah, but it's in a completely different front office now. So these aren't the people that right. made that well, mistake. I, I can't wait for the, the text we hear that Baker Mayfield sends uh, somebody in the Browns organization, take me number one and we'll yeah. wreck the world or we'll, something. We'll, re- we'll, right. we'll wreck this league. I mean, yeah. like, would it be implausible for Hugh Baker? Hugh Jackson. Be- if he texts that to Hugh Jackson, you know Hugh Jackson's going to bite. Like, like, is it really that far-fetched if, if, if Baker Mayfield throws a touchdown pass in the NFL that he'll start doing the money sign? I mean, <laughs> is, is, is that, like, hard to fathom or, or, or hard, hard to picture? I mean, to or me, grabbing his junk right. <laughs> immediately. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he, we do that at the end of every episode. Nobody sees that, though. <laughs> and <laughs> That's our sign-off. Yeah. And there's there's police video of the guy. I mean, already. I mean, yeah, it happened. It was a long time ago. Who know? He was a, he was a lot younger, and who knows what what exactly happened? But the guy's on tape running from the cops. I mean, so so don't I, run from the cops, <laughs> kids. Right. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. You'll still get drafted in the in the first and <laughs> the top five in the NFL draft. I really don't want him in New York. That's the thing. I wake up to alerts every morning. All these things from ESPN, all the different reports, everyone. You really, you don't want them. You don't want them there. I don't want them. And for the last maybe two or three days, maybe even longer, every my morning begins with an alert saying, "Some writer colon Baker Mayfield to the Jets at third. It's like, oh my God, no, yeah. please no. Well, right. you know, you know, I'm on the opposite side of the I fence know, here. I know, I know you I, are. If yeah. I'm the Browns, I take Baker Mayfield number one. Wow. Well, why? What, what's your, what's your I told you guys how much I love watching him play. I just think he's. He's got everything you want, aside from the fact that he's maybe a little too 
he has a little too much attitude for but you like attitude i do i like that but um coming into the league um maybe you maybe you want to cool it on that a little bit the, the other th- the other thing is though don't let's not forget whoever they pick ain't playing this year right it's so true. so i'm fine with them taking to, baker to, mayfield to me that's another reason not to take him because who's everyone gonna want to see in the game baker mayfield if they, if they draft baker mayfield it's gonna be it's gonna be with anyone any no other. but i mean you had the gm i mean ray farmer their old gm was you had executives texting the sideline uh saying put, right. put, put manzel in there's, there's gonna be such pressure to play mayfield right away not not same thing with Darnold though. That's true. Not add, Allen probably not. No, See, no, but Mayfield's like the rock star of this of yeah, this quarterback the, class, and, and and again, they're doing what they're doing with what they did with Manziel, which I think was a mistake, and they're they're benching him. I mean, they're they're saying you can't you you're, you're the backup drummer right now. I mean, you're you're not the rock star. But they didn't I have didn't ty- they didn't have Tyrod drummer. Taylor. They didn't have a legitimate starting quarterback to play right but but who does everyone want to see play they want to see baker mayfield well, play so there, there, uh, there's going to be that there's going to be give, that give tyrod a chance yeah no i know Let him play a couple of weeks no, I, he's I'm, an I'm, exciting kid right so i or, can i, go, go I <laughs> talk <laughs> you well the problem that i and i think what's in the middle of you two guys right now listening to you is is i think baker mayfield is the type of person you get to week three or week four and we all know that he shouldn't play that he, you know, that Tyrod Taylor should be playing. Maybe there's a clamoring for him to start, but he is somebody who would stir the pot. He's somebody who, after week six, and he doesn't get in, he would give a quote here, leak something there, right. saying I should be starting. Cleveland isn't as strong of an organization as some other organizations in the league that can handle that. Now, I don't know if he's that kind of kid. I'm, is he that mouthy in the know. media and stuff? I don't know. I think, I think he has the potential. I mean, the, who who you're comparing him to the most is Johnny Manziel. Who Greg's comparing him to the most is Johnny Manziel. But that's not a really a legitimate comparison. It's not. So now you so you two disagree on that as well. Yeah, I, I just I don't I don't see them as the same player. I think they have similarities, yes. But I agree with your point you made. Like he's a much better pure passer than Manziel is, and he's not uh, he's not going to be the loose cannon off the field. I don't think that. Okay. That well, was. I mean, maybe not. Maybe not. But <laughs> but, yeah, but it doesn't matter. To, to, you don't want to, him. To me, to, to me, it's rolling the dice. Yeah. And and it, it's setting up the same scenario where everyone's everyone wants to see it. this kid play, including members of the team, the organization, who were illegally texting the coaches on the sideline. It got him into trouble. I mean, it's an organizational thing to me. It's not a quarterback thing. Cleveland has not been a steady organization for years. I, I, now. I agree with that. And and I think something like this, be it from Baker Mayfield or be it from executives that you just referenced, Greg, it's just not a good fit. You know, that that's what I, I just think it's combustible on every level because there will yeah, be clamoring it. for him to play. And who knows how he'll handle handle it. Maybe he's not as as, you know, temperamental as I'm making him out to be. But at the same time, it's going to bring controversy. It's like signing, for instance, Robert Griffin III for no good reason and then holding a press conference two days later that the media are like, why do I have to go to this? And, and, the, and the two people he's compared to most are the undersized guys, Russell Wilson and Drew Brees. Well, he's probably not the passer that Drew Brees is, and he's probably and he's definitely not the athlete that Russell Wilson is. So, I, so I, I don't, I don't definitely I don't, not. Well, I mean, he's, he's good. He's, he, a good athlete. He, he's a good athlete. But Russell Wilson like could play pro baseball yeah. if, he, if he wanted to. He runs like a four five, four yeah. six forty. Baker Mayfield's like four eight, something like that. So you're stereotyping. Uh, <laughs> is that really what he ran? Uh, no, I, I think I, his, I think his time was in the four. I think Josh Allen actually the the, the biggest of the he guy. He, he, well, he ran four seven six. So um, well, okay. Well, here's the other the other storyline or the other um, idea that's gotten play in a lot of places this week that I've seen. And Joe Ferraro brought it up with me back back in the uh, in the sports department last night when we were talking. And that is why why if you're the Browns 
and you look at this quarterback class, which is fraught with guys who have who all have pretty big flaws or question marks. Why at number one would you not just take Saquon Barkley, who is a slam dunk? I know you're gonna. I know what you're gonna say is because you don't like the idea of him taking a running back, but he is a slam dunk star in the NFL, and just see what you can see who falls to you at four, because you have one and four. Greg, go. Well, they're they're they've put themselves in the position based on their incompetence over the years that they they basically have to take the quarterback. I mean, I don't I, understand that in the in the slightest. I, I know, I, I because they suck at picking quarterbacks. So why take one number one? Take one four. Because then you're not. Then it's not like, oh, they took this guy number one, and if he falls apart and isn't the answer, at least they didn't take him number one. Right. The other argument about taking Saquon Barkley, it's such. It's this might be one of the best running back classes ever. Like you could get a, a legit stud, like star college running back, like in the second or third round of this draft. Yeah. According uh, to my my mock draft that I randomly put <laughs> up when we started, uh, this By is who? at NFL.com. Who is it? It's Peter Schrager. Do you know him? Can't stand that guy. Okay, we hate him. Uh, but he has Sam Darnold going at one, but then Saquon falling to Cleveland at four. Yeah, I'd be I'd be, I'd be happy if so the quarterbacks kind of, are going one, two, three. I, I don't disagree no. with you about Saquon Barkley. This is a guy who said last year in the middle of the season when the Vikings were taking off and the and the Green Bay Packers had just lost Aaron Rodgers that the Green Bay Packers have the best roster in the NFC North. The Green Bay Packers have a terrible roster well, outside he, of Aaron Rodgers. He that's also, Peter Schrager. He also thinks that Bradley Shubb is going to go to Shubb, the Giants. That's not Chubb. how it's pronounced. Shubb, Chubb, Chubb. So that's he, they like think he's going like, to like he's chubby. I don't believe in any mock draft. Thank I don't. You. I think it's all. I think it's, it's all, all smoke screen. Meters, yeah. That's all it is. I, I I mean I who knows where Baker Mayfield's gonna fall. I mean, remember when Aaron Rodgers slipped to twenty second, twenty third? Not to Aaron at Rogers. all, but I'm saying in those mock drafts, nobody had him going that late in the first round. So I don't think I don't think um Baker Mayfield's gonna go this soon in the first round. I think he could slide into the late single digits, but I don't know. Well, uh, how would you react if the Jets uh, took him? I don't want them, like I said. And to me, it goes back to a, an organizational thing. I don't think the Jets are really in a good place. Now, Todd Bowles is kind of a hard-nosed guy, it seems. I don't know him personally, but it seems like he's got that that sort of no-nonsense attitude that would be needed. Hugh Jackson, on the other hand, in, in Cleveland, I mean, he seems to be... Nobody's even one. Like, how does he have a job right now? He's one in thirty-one. I can't. I <laughs> can't. You, I, I can't answer that question. What do you think of the story that I think came out today? Um, gosh, who was it that tweeted about it? That Hugh Jackson is completely in the dark. Like, he has no idea who the team's even picking. I believe that. I, I believe it too, because Hugh's Hugh's on a really short leash. I mean, he's yeah. he, he's basically coaching for his job. So, so you think he's like not been involved well, in the selection process? No, at all? because because I, I think well, in this, in well, this the, um, the, an, analysis the, process, depending on what insiders you listen to, some people say he's going to be gone no matter what yeah. after this year so why uh, so again leads begs the question why did you bring him back at all yeah. I, again they probably did it just because they don't want to look like the team that fires their coach every season it, it, it's 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 stupid i mean if you, if he deserves to be fired fire him uh, he's uh, a coordinator right that's yeah. what he is he's a quarterback's coach yeah that's what he should be doing so so i no, I, I sort of believe that he doesn't have i mean they've probably asked his opinion i can't imagine they've shut him completely out of the process but but he's probably not driving the decision they're probably not saying hey hugh who do you want to coach at quarterback like is he even capable of doing it i mean he's he signed rg3 
Uh, he he drafted Deshaun Kaiser, and he who uh, got worse, you could argue, over the, over the course of the season. So, so his his reputation as this quarterback guru is maybe not maybe not deserved. I don't like big splashes. That's the thing. I mean, if, if as a fan of a team, I I don't so believe you're, you're the in Browns, those you things. You draft an offensive guard. No, I'm saying <laughs> number one because well, I'm I'm just I'm I'm furthering when you asked me about Baker Mayfield and the New York Jets. I didn't like it when Tim Tebow came. I didn't like it when Brett Favre came. I didn't think those things would work. You know, I I just I don't I don't particularly think that Baker Mayfield. So you want Ryan Fitzpatrick with, back? As uh, your yeah, that's I want Ryan Fitz, Fitzpatrick. I'd like Matt Forte. Uh, Josh, Josh McCown did a nice job last year. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. So that that's my reasoning for uh, Baker Mayfield. But you're hot on him. You're coming out hot take hot take Josh this week, which is good. Hey man, we're gonna shake know. it up. We want do we want to open Medusa's box here? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Sound effect. Uh, Thank you. All right, so of the quarterbacks who will be taken in the first round, how many ever it is, whether it's four or five or even six, um, of those guys, in looking down the road in four years, who will be the most established starter and someone who potentially could be looking at like a long-term extension in four years out of these guys? I like Lamar Jackson. Ooh, hot I take. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm Talk just about hot takes. I'll go. I'll go that route, just because. Uh, just to be contrarian in this situation, this uh, ridiculous mock draft has him going 16th to, to the Baltimore. Ravens. Yeah, of course, everybody's um, saying that. So which means uh, that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> yeah, and it's I also mean, interesting too. If RG three would be there, I don't think that'd be great. I was gonna say because you would really. True. I was about to say because you would really want RG three to mentor Lamar Ooh, Jackson. Well, yeah, well, but Jason Lockenfora said recently. Uh, future guest. He said recently of CBS Sports, of CBS Sports, yeah, yeah. not the NFL Network. Right, Greg correct. Swatek, right, of the Hagerstown Herald Mail. Right. Uh, he he actually said recently that Martin he doesn't Journal. he doesn't think that yeah better he doesn't think that uh, RG three is going to make the squad he'll be cut before the beginning I, of the I year. I believe that. Okay, well then that would make sense if they yeah. didn't take. So Jackson. what a nice summer of publicity for for RG three and the Ravens and then and then, and then, he and then God that would be great if he got cut in training camp. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> I'm so cruel. So who do you want, Josh? Who who do you think is oh, going to be the best in, in four years? In four years. years um, now, you've heard me slobber all over Baker, and I do love him. But I, I think in four years, the prototype quarterback in this draft is Sam Darnold. That's my answer. And I think I think in four years, whether he takes a, whether he sits for a year or not, I think in four years you'll see him rise, the cream will rise to the top, and I think he'll be the best of the bunch because he's the most complete player and probably the most pro-ready player right now. Um, I mean, I mean that, saying he's pro ready doesn't mean he's going to be the guy in four years from now because these guys could all develop. But I just think he's the most solid quarterback prospect. You know, me being the the expert on quarterbacks that I am. Yeah, I mean, the, the narrative around Darnold going into the draft is he's the safe pick. He's the safe pick. It makes it sound like he's the consolation prize, and you're just going to have a nice average life with Sam Darnold as your quarterback, but you could have a great life with Sam Darnold as your quarterback. That's sort of discounting all the things that he does well. He, he moves well. He evades pressure well. He, he throws the ball well on the run. He, he, uh, he, could, he could throw it. Ac- he's, he's accurate. I mean, it takes and he what, can get better at these right, things, right. too. These he, things he's, he's, he's the, really he's the youngest. He's, the, he's, only, he's only 20 years old. He's the youngest by far of this group. He's, he's, he seems like he's the most mature of this group. He's not going to spout off like, like Josh Rosen does or maybe Baker Mayfield does. Um, and, and he's far more polished than Josh Allen or, is, La, or Lamar Jackson. So, is there a Ryan Leaf in this draft? I 
don't attitude maybe attitude wise Rosen I think has that potential. Think so? That's a yeah. good comparison maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, the other guys I think are don't have the personality of. Yeah, of, Leaf of, was of, a really of, of extreme Ryan case. Uh, I mean, yeah. he had some disorder. I th- I think that. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's when you drug addiction, when you <laughs> well, no, 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 I, but 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 I, I, I yeah, yeah, that, eventually, that, right? But but I think a personality disorder of some sort may have, may have let him down that road. Yeah. Well, I'm just so. saying, when you look back at at um, that class, you think of Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf. That was the big debate. So then, wh- whomever you pick now, who's going to be having a great career in four years, there's going to be an opposite of that, most likely. And, you know, who who has that sort of temperament yeah. and sort of, you know, going to the next level falls on his face. Or you can even say a Johnny Manziel, who's going to be that. But I think the Ryan Leaf, Peyton Manning comparison, if there is a truly great quarterback who in four years will be Hall of Fame bound, we think. See, Lamar Jackson makes me nervous because I think he's going to be great with the ball in his hands, not not passing it to other people. So Again, I uh, think that's something he can develop. He can, right. he can grow. I don't think wherever he goes, I don't think he's starting this year. Right. I don't think, yeah. Yeah. yeah, how high do you think he'll go? I mean, do you think I've seen him as high as the middle of the first round, like five quarterbacks by the middle of the first round? Or I still, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I can't answer that. I would just say that I think he is a first round pick. He'll, somebody is going to take him. The first yeah, round. I think he's a first round pick. Uh, and that's all. I like. Uh, it depends on needs too, like teams' needs and all of that. All right, so Colin, who would you like the Jets? Who's your man for the Jets at, at number three? I, I want Sam Darnold and either Bradley Chubb or Saquon Barkley with the first two picks. Uh, well, if they if he falls, I want Saquon Barkley. Okay, that's I'm I'm. You were very chesty about him a few minutes ago, Josh. You and always I, use I, that I, word. Are you, are you, well, are you checking out my text? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I I agree with everything that you said. You know, I, oh wow, that's something I didn't know you could do. There's it's too bad. We need a simulcast. We need a simulcast on this. I I there's, re- there's a camera right there. Yeah. I really, I really, really like him, and I think he's going to be a game changer. My fear is that he's somebody like Trent Richardson. Is that what I'm thinking of? He went to oh, Cleveland. That's not going to happen. And then as soon as he was out of Cleveland, I think he went to Indianapolis. No, it was it was hard. It was impossible to imagine Trent Richardson as, as a bust at the time too. Like with his career at Alabama. And that's there. what I'm saying. I, know, I, I, I see. I, mean, you, I see your point. Yeah, boy. He's really good. I, everything I, so is Trent Richardson. <laughs> and I'm not knocking Saquon Barkley because I agree with you guys 100% about him. But but he did have several games where he didn't hit 100 yards, and, and there are there are there are concerns about him. I I, I I think they're over. I think they're overblown. But but yeah. it's not like he was a lock for 150 yards every game he played at Penn State. He yeah. had a tendency to kind of fall away in big big moments, big games. There were a couple big games I think he had in his career where he only had like 20 yards, 15. Well, yards I don't know. I don't know. You look at the, I think of the bowl games he played in. He averaged some some big time numbers in his bowl games. Yeah. Now, they weren't playing for national. Those are exhibition games. Even even in the Ohio State game, yes, he returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown, but he really disappeared in that yeah. game after that. Yeah. Do you so, think he's going to return kicks in the NFL I, as a rookie? As a rookie, maybe. It, it depends on how much of a workload the team is. Uh, yeah, is I can't the, see that. The team he goes to. I, I mean, if, if, they, if they expect him to carry the ball 30 times a game, he's not going to be returning in kicks. In five years, there won't be a kickoff. So. In five years, there won't be Saquon Barkley, probably. <laughs> he'll probably be out of the league because he'll get overused by someone. All right. I, I want to listen to this podcast in three years, this episode. Yeah, let's, let's I, I want to see how, how we did. Because right, so we'll all still be here in five years, right? Uh, I mean, without question. So say Saquon goes to the Giants at two, or, or the Browns shock everyone and take him at one. Who's your, who's your fallback guy for the Jets? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess 
Now you're putting you're putting me in a position to say Baker Mayfield, which is awkward. <laughs> no, <laughs> and, uh, any other any other player? I mean, I I, I don't know what. Yeah, you I mean, you don't really want to say Lamar Jackson. You don't want to because you don't think he's a top three prospect. I mean, I, well, I don't well, know. it doesn't have to be a QB. It could be a nine. Yeah, QB. Well, we definitely need a QB though. <laughs> like the Jets need a quarterback. Some, there are some big time defensive playmakers that are that's true. That are definitely top five prospects. I mean, yeah. Why not? I, who do they have defensively? That's a splash player. Oh no. Uh, who am I thinking of? Look, you can't even think of his name. I know, it, I know. It's not. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be out of the, you know, yeah, I mean, out the, of the, the question the, to take a the, one of the like the safety, the Alabama yeah. kid or Chubb or Terrell the, the, Revis. The, the, that's the, who. We, the, <laughs> right, the, the, the Browns and Jets, unlike your team, could draft just about anyone and and, and, and fill fill a need well, of see, some sort. So. Yeah, so that's true. And with that said, I think the more interesting question, uh, Greg and I ha- are fans of teams that are not any good and have very high draft picks but the minnesota vikings are in an interesting situation having the year that you had um i josh was for a good team (laughs) for now what what traditionally happens with them is after they have a really good year they they're crap the next year But what do you need like what what are you seeing and reading they uh well their needs are offensive line defensive line depth cornerback and tight end so they're going to take i greg and i were talking about this last night they pick 30 they pick at 30 and why because that well they, they made it to the nfc championship game they're one of the final four teams and their record oh. at 13 and three they had the third best record in the <laughs> nfl wow okay. so they pick 30 and then it's the patriots and then it's the eagles hmm. um so i could see them if a, if a really good offensive line prospect falls to them i can see them snapping snapping up one of those kids but i think also what everything i've read is the offensive line is extremely deep in terms of guards which is what they need Mm -hmm. so they could easily wait until the second to pick a guard or they could trade out of the first collect some more picks like they don't have a fourth round pick so they could trade out and rick spielman their gm has been a trader on draft day Mm -hmm. for the last five years he's always doing stuff to collect more picks so i could see them moving back Get, gathering another second round pick and a fourth for somebody to go up to 30. Mm-hmm. I could see them taking an offensive guard that potentially falls to them, that uh, maybe the top guard falls to them. I think there's a kid from Georgia. I don't remember his name. How about a linebacker? That's who this guy has. They're not going to take a linebacker. A linebacker from Boise State, Leighton Vanderesh. No, they won't take that, a linebacker. I don't even know. I mean, that that's is. that's him saying they're going they're in position to take best available, and maybe mm-hmm. that kid falls to them. And, and Mike Zimmer, being a defensive coach, will be like, let's take the best defensive player available. Mm-hmm. But out, outside of guard, I could see them going if one of the two top tight ends is there. Mm-hmm. They need they don't. Kyle Rudolph is he's a he's a i guess he's an average tight end i mean mm-hmm. he, he really doesn't have any speed he's a red zone guy because he's tall and he has long arms but he has no speed no downfield threat i think they he, need he's to, like a poor they man need an, jason's witner jason yes. uh, witner someone very like that. good point very yeah. good comparison they need an athletic tight end so mm-hmm. if there's and there is a couple of them in this draft i could see them snapping up snapping one of those guys up if they're there otherwise i think they're probably going to trade back and mm. just you know get another second and and, and and maybe a fourth or something like that they had the biggest move of the offseason. Yeah, with I, Kirk I guess you could say that. A couple of things around the draft. I mean, it's been a couple of years now, but you guys like how they've broken it down to first no. round no. Thursday, no. Um, second round, no. and third Friday. I mean, it used no. to be – I remember waking up as a kid. It was like a, on a Saturday. It was like 11 a.m. It was wonderful. And, and, and it was, the draft was one day. Everything when we were younger was better. <laughs> Yes, that's, that's what I've true. come to realize as I've gotten older. <laughs> you sound like an old man by saying, I know, I know. Like, but back in the day, back in my I day, I hate to be that guy. But. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you on every level, Josh. I, and, and the other thing too, about it starting, 
you mentioned greg at 11 a.m you wake up saturday morning this thing starts at 11 a.m you like look at 6 p.m and no, they're still it, it, going they're in like the third or fourth round or something for the first day and you're like well, this thing's still like yeah and now now that they split it up over four days it like the it doesn't it's a television show and it always was a television show but i think Back when we were young, it was and, a little and, more. And now, and now it's on multiple networks. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's on it's on Fox now. Fox, it's on NFL Network, obviously. And it's on, it's on ABC, right? Yeah, it's, right. It's on everything now. Right. You don't even have to have cable, uh, Colin, uh, to to watch to, to watch the draft now. So. ESPN. I want to rant against ESPN because now all of a sudden they have ESPN Plus. Let's not watch ESPN. Well, ESPN Plus is a subscription service now. I can't watch anything but actual ESPN. If I want to watch anything else, I have to pay five dollars a month. What you have to watch games or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a free. I'm, I'm, I don't know what it is. I mean, no. It, it, watch ESPN was an app that, as long as I had somebody's, you know, Comcast login information, I could. I had access to literally everything ESPN had to watch for free. Live streaming games, Sports Center, broadcasts, ESPN News, ESPN Two, Thirty for Thirties. Sort of like people do with the NFL Sunday ticket, just use someone else's login. Yeah. If they, if they well, I'm, it, and so. what I'm doing with uh, the NBA season pass right now, watching all the playoff games there. Uh, they just dis- they decided that their app is not going to be free anymore. Well, they have to. It's like what we did, you know, as a newspaper industry with making yeah. paywalls on our websites. I mean, they like have to do it. Yeah, they're one of the last ones to do it. I'm really interested to see how it goes because everybody's been talking. They couldn't. They they have not been able to do it. The biggest pride in having no television for me for years has been the fact that I could still watch ESPN in some way. Now I can't. They but they couldn't do it for years because of rights deals. And then when all the rights deals came up, they knew now, well, we've got to figure out how to charge for this and, and all of that. Um, so I'm, I'm nervous about that. Are you going to pony up the five bucks? No. No? Out of principle? You're no. not going to do it? So, so you said you won't pay for ESPN. Would you guys, do, you, do either of you guys pay for The Athletic? No. Will, will you? Do you think you will? Eventually, I, I, I think so, yeah. I mean, how much is it? Do you know how much the subscription I want to say or? it's like, Two dollars a month or something. It's like something that? really small like that. My pro, I think yeah, it's a dollar ninety nine. Obviously, yeah. there's a lot of real, really talented writers. That yeah, work but for my problem. So. See, this is where I differ probably from both of you. I don't read a lot on my phone. I don't read a lot electronically. Like I read printed magazines, printed newspapers, and books. That so <laughs> I am, we are sounding so old. <laughs> what's the last? What's the last book you read? <laughs> well, I'm reading this book currently because I'm supposed to be on another podcast here on Keeney's podcast you cheater you're on uh, other podcasts here well it's gonna mark i'm gonna be the only person to be on literally every single wait podcast a minute we've done wait a minute you're gonna tell me that you're reading a smut novel yes yes, yes awesome. so we can talk about I that uh, but uh i'm, I'm listening i'm to in that. the middle of that book right now i i don't how like, are you handling the love scenes there because you know I'll reserve comment. <laughs> I'll reserve comment for Keeney's. Tune yeah, okay. into right, Romance Rock. You're right. I don't, I'm not trying um, to steal Keeney's thunder because she has a great podcast. So. Yes. Sorry, Keeney. Uh, they, so like you guys probably sit down and you'll read 5,000 word pieces on your phone or something. Or on your, I don't like to do that, okay. but I do occasionally. See, I, do I can't do that. I don't like doing it. Yeah. And I, I'm with you. I, I prefer the, the, the printed version, but, but I mean, I will look if at the stuff athletic, on my phone. When we yeah. were boys, yeah. all we had if the athletic magazines and newspapers. <laughs> We are sounding so old. If they did something, hey kids, check us out. Similar to what Grantland once did, I think Grantland did this. They put out a quarterly book. I think maybe the first yeah, couple right. years that you could buy. If the Athletic maybe put out a monthly magazine of some of their best stories, I would. 
consider That's a really good question. Maybe yeah. you should suggest that to them. For a couple yeah. bucks a month. Maybe the like, news post should do that. They Maybe seem we should obnoxious. gather up a month. <laughs> we should gather up our best material every month yeah. and put out a magazine. We only have a few stories though. <laughs> don't 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 we put <laughs> out be full of Greg Swatek stories. <laughs> <laughs> don't we put out a community like uh, a compilation of, of, of like big stories what, that we've greatest done? hits? No. No, no, but just like a weekly thing. We put no, we put out no, like no. we we no. don't put out. I, I thought we put out let's, a. Let's stop no. talking because we don't know what yeah. we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're gonna get in trouble. All right. Any, anything else? Any other thoughts on the uh, NFL draft? Before I can't we wait move for it on? to be over. We'll dissect it next I week agree. with Jason Lock and Fora. There's a tease. Okay. NBA playoffs. How about those Wizards? Eh, hanging around, winning those home games. I thought about this all weekend. Too bad they're on the road. Uh, I know. Now. Well, tonight, yeah. While I was watching them, I thought, boy, I was so swift. I was. I really pulled a Josh Smith last week saying, no, 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 no. <laughs> and now I I don't think they're going to win, but I think it'll go seven. I yeah. think. I yeah. think they'll, they'll, they'll lose. They'll lose they'll, in they'll, seven. They'll lose the road games and win game six yeah. at home, like just like they did last they year. They surprised me. Though. They surprised me winning both games at home. I didn't think that would happen. And John Wallace, I almost texted you guys this. I doubted you guys were watching, but I think it was Sunday's game. Yeah, he's so obnoxious. Though. I can't, really? I can't watch him anymore. He's so, again, to use the word chesty. He's he is, and he's constantly chirping and he's pandering he's to for the his, crowd. Fighting and, for his respect, man. He doesn't have it. He's not like the superstar. He's never gotten that. Uh, he's never reached that that level. When he goes three for he's, twelve tonight and gets nine points and five turnovers, like I, like, whoa, that's I what he that. does. That's what he does. Well, he's too chesty. If if, if he's going to be the guy that everyone wants him to be, he's got to he's got to lead the team to a win. Yeah, he's got to shut uh, up and one, be more in, consistent. In, in one of these next two road games, yeah. he's, he's got to be the guy that leads them to the win. If they win, if they do pull out this series, he's never going to shut up. He's never going to shut up about it. What, 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 he would have gotten to the conference semifinals again. Like, I mean, I don't know why he would. An eight over a one. That's what he. That's true. Say. But they're really not an eight. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. They didn't play. They played half of the season without him, their best player. They're not an eight seed. And, and how much of a one is Toronto too? Although I you mean, said that they're better without him, so yeah, maybe they are an eight seed. Maybe yeah. I just have a hate for John Wall. Maybe it, it, it sounds like it, the wizard. The wizards were better without John Wall, right? You're, always, you're always coming on. You're like talking about blowing up the wizards. Like they should. <laughs> I think even if I, no I believe this, even if they beat Toronto somehow, I think they need to get rid of somebody. They have three max contract guys. They're not. I know. I know. Get rid of. I'm hurt. Otto Porter. Uh, ship him to New Orleans. Get uh, uh, what's his name, Demarcus Cousins, because they certainly don't need him anymore. Okay, because New Orleans is going to trade. We talk Demar- about that. New Orleans is going to trade Demarcus Cousins for for Otto Porter. Why not? Why not? Because <laughs> <Why> <laughs> you have Anthony Davis and I mean, imagine if throw you in Marchin Gortat. Yeah, I mean New Orleans, who just swept Portland, uh, uh, who was uh, the higher seed. I mean, imagine if they had Demarcus Cousins on their team. I mean, they, they'd be they'd be a, a threat. I mean, they'd be far better than a six seed in the West. I don't see. I I'm. Are I'm you of the mind that the Pelicans are not as or are better without Demarcus? I d- Cousins? They were better without him before he got there. I that's, think that's true. true. That's, I think true. that's true. And they're better with him now that he's not playing in the playoffs. When they have, when Anthony Davis is on, and they've gotten, they've gotten really good guard play. I think they're better without the Holiday. Is Karen <laughs> up? Is, is, it, so, yeah. so, is that who it is? True yeah. Holiday? All these teams yeah. with multiple stars subtract one, and then Colin jumps on. Colin jumps on board. I don't so. know. They need to. The Wizards just, you know, let uh, trade. Trade John Wall. I don't care for who I actually. You for know who what? Isaiah Thomas. The whole Demarcus like Cousins that? thing, though, That's isn't boy. Yeah. probably not for. Um, not for uh, Otto Porter, of course, but the DeMarcus Cousins to Washington thing has credence because they played together in Kentucky. Right. 
So I think that both of them would probably be happy if, if this happened. And if John Wall has any sway in the front office, which he acts like he does, then maybe he tries to put something together. I just I can't imagine they're going to be able to make that work yeah. fit, uh, physically. Who is, is what, that the word? What, what, and what, what are the Pelicans going to accept in return for DeMarcus Cousins, one, one of the best players in the league? I, they're, Gortat, uh, they're Porter. Yeah. Ian, Ian Mahimi. Mahimi. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly Oubre. Yeah, definitely him. Uh, Kelly Oubre, who says he did you read this? He runs the streets with Drake in L.A. in the off season because oh apparently him, him and our, our boy Drake, him and Drake were you know Drake, he was. Did you see this? He was running down the court and Drake was on the sideline in one of these games in the series. And Drake he, called like him said, a bum. He's, pra- he's practically coaching the team, the Raptors. Especially, watch watch the game tonight and Drake is coaching. Drake the team. yelled at Kelly Oubre, "You're a bum." So then everybody asked him about it at the game after the game, and they kind of sparred. And then uh, finally, Kelly Oubre was like, "That's my dude." In the summer, we go to L.A. and we run that town. We run the streets. Really, yeah, Kelly Oubre? Kelly Oubre, yeah. Right. <laughs> that's great. Time, time for our weekly check on the Cavaliers too. A uh, two-two with uh, Indiana. The decaying right now. carcass of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ooh, yeah. they shouldn't have won on Sunday flies are buzzing around them yeah. yeah indiana they just didn't look like anyone wanted to shoot the ball i, I watched yeah. that entire game in indiana no i mean the problem with not having a star is that you, you don't know who's going to take the shots when, uh, yeah. when you need them at the end of the game and indiana even oladipo didn't look like he wanted to yeah. shoot at the end of that game yeah so and, and kyle corver hit a couple of money threes for for the Cavs. otherwise they, they would have lost that exactly game. that that they are not guaranteed to fall all the time it's kyle corver and it's it's 2018 kyle corver it's not even 2014 mm. kyle right. corver or something so i i mean i don't think they're gonna i i don't know josh what do you think i don't think they're gonna win the series cleveland well, they have the home court advantage. Man, it's so in, tough. In, in, indiana's gotta win in cleveland again I, I they're, think, they're capable of it but will uh, they do excuse it? me colin asked yeah. me yeah yeah Thank you, Josh. He's like, Thank Josh, you. what are you thinking? And Greg yeah. starts talking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, you, you I'm can, just you, go ahead and leave. You, 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 can, <laughs> you can be me, too. You, you, you can answer one of my questions okay. next. All right, we'll do that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how to answer it, really. I, don't, I, just ha- I just have to believe that when it comes down to it, LeBron will like will win the games that matter. That's why um, I was answering for you. You said you, go, you don't know right. how to answer it. All right. <laughs> he's in trouble, though. I really think he's in trouble. Have you watched I, anything? Have you watched any of it? I watched a little bit of that Wizards game the other on Sunday. I turned it on just at the end of the game to watch um, – them pull away to win i haven't seen much of the Cavs. i did i did watch a little bit of the pelicans um over the weekend and i'm i i'm i'm into that series man the pelicans and the warriors right yeah yeah uh, that's gonna be a great series i'm yeah. really i'm i'm excited about that one because that's gonna be old against new and it's t- and it's, like, it's really hard for me I don't want to root against the Warriors. I'm not one of those people who holds like something against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. But you know how you know how it yeah. was. Like they came up, everybody loved them. Then everybody started to get sick of them already. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. Like I really do enjoy watching them play. I, I want to see Steph come back. I want to see him play. But at the same time, man, we've talked about this. Anthony Davis is so good. Yeah, and and he's a big man. It will be so cool to see somebody like him make a run at you know knocking off this this dynasty. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. But yeah. he, well, the, the, the Warriors. Sorry, sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. The Warriors don't have anyone to guard him, really. I mean, who's, who's going to guard him? Yeah, right. It's, yeah. it's old against new. It's yeah. this new style of basketball that the Warriors brought into the league, essentially. And, and New Orleans, with Anthony Davis, is like they're relying on a big man. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And, and, and the guy that's just as important in New Orleans is Rondo. A healthy Rondo. He's is, been is, great. Man, I know. He's is, been is, is money in the playoffs. So so put, put Cousins, Davis, and Rondo on the same team in the playoffs and watch out. Yeah, uh, you don't need cousins. 
Can, well, is there an idea? Can he come back? Like, is that what no? We're he's, 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 he's done. done. He's done for the season. But yeah. just, I'm, I'm just saying. Imagine if they had him right. uh, uh, as well. So the Cavs, I don't count out of the series. I, I think they're capable of losing it. But I, again, until until they someone beats them four times out of seven, I'm not. I'm not necessarily buying. They're they're going down. Well, so, so. okay, so it's looking like it's going to be Philadelphia and Boston. And right. then it would be either Toronto. My 76ers. Yeah, and I think, boy, they look good. So it's either going to be Toronto or Washington against Cleveland. So, I mean, we can all probably – I wouldn't want to face Philadelphia right now. I, I guess Boston would be a good draw, you know, if you're Cleveland. But, yeah, I, I don't know. It's yeah, like yeah, I mean, the, the, the Raptors and the Wizards don't really strike fear in Cleveland, I don't think. The no. Wizards are hot, baby. They're <laughs> going to make the run. Right. I mean, like, are the Wizards an eight seed? No. Are the Raptors a one seed? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, um, maybe LeBron gets to the Eastern Conference Finals, but I don't think he gets to the Finals. Yeah, and, and the Sixers are young. My concern about them is they haven't done it before, and, and, and that might, that might uh, 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 cost them – later in the playoffs but 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 ben simmons looks like a top five player in the league all of a sudden yeah. a, a legit top five play. they have Embiid back so he's got five thousand masks right yeah. and, 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 you see that guy try to kick it or stomp on it or something yeah. the other night and got in suspended the east, and got the, the fine for it and in the east without it without a true favorite i mean uh who, who knows so why not why not philadelphia and, and, and there's the, a why not they're like the orioles of 1989 why not <laughs> <laughs> have <laughs> the orioles won a game this year <laughs> <laughs> But, but, they haven't won a game in like two weeks, I think. <laughs> but, but I want to get it, I want to get to baseball. But before, are you guys paying attention to the Utah Oklahoma City series? Yeah, at all? Mitt Romney taunting uh, Russell Westbrook. Do you see that? No, I missed online? that. Well, I mean, here you have the I thund- saw a picture of him on Twitter. Or here you have the Thunder that put this team together. I mean, with Westbrook, George, and, and Carmelo, and and they're in danger of going out in the first round. I love the Jazz uh, again. I love Utah, that team. and and they were like brawling the other night uh, with. Uh, Gobert and Westbrook got into it, and then um, that's easy. And, and then Jay, and then Jay, and then Jay Crowder and um, and Melo got into it. Yeah. Um, after after Westbrook uh, fouled Donovan Mitchell, their their star, the Jazz star yeah. rookie, uh, pretty. So I mean that that's been a feisty series so far. But quietly, you have this uh, t- this Oklahoma City team that had a lot of expectations coming into the season, and 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 then they're on the ropes and, and in danger of not getting out of the first round again. So yeah, Carmelo Anthony's a joke. Russell Westbrook averaged a triple double again this year, so it's clear that he's still on his game. I mean, what happened to Paul George? I don't know. He lit it up in the like first game of the series, didn't he? he had like thirty-eight points. He, he did. Paul George is, a, is an excellent player. Playoff P, he called himself, <laughs> which was the dumbest thing. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up, Josh. I, oh my goodness. Playoff P. Playoff P. Uh, when has he won a series? I don't think he's literally <laughs> no. ever been on a team that's won a series. Did you see it, like after the game, Russell Westbrook and um, Carmelo were at the press conference, and somebody was like, guy, a guy in the media gets up, he's like, uh, "What do you think about Playoff P?" And they were like. Huh? <laughs> They're like, is that what his nickname is now? And they started laughing. Like it was hilarious. No, and there's been a lot of talk like who's going to sign Paul George? Who's going to sign Paul George? I don't Who think Paul, cares? I don't think Paul George could be the best player on a on a no. contending team. He he could be the number two. And I'll player. tell you what, if I was there was all this ballyhoo last summer, LeBron's going to play with Paul George next year in L.A. If I'm LeBron, I don't know that I want to play with him. I don't think he's that much of a difference maker. Right. Exactly. Well, is he better than what LeBron has going on right now in the well, cast? Probably, but Kawhi Leonard's better than all of them and. He can't stay in San Antonio, so. Well, apparently, uh, apparently Leonard and the Spurs—they're they're talking again. Oh. So, so, so who knows what might happen? Oh. And uh, and who knows with 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 the Popovich situation? I mean, uh, mm-hmm. is what it is right now. So, um, so we'll see. Uh, 
Baseball is uh, how concerned are we so so far, gentlemen? I mean, <laughs> <you> uh, mean? <laughs> which team? Uh, well, uh, what's well, the magic uh, number for the O's? <laughs> to trade Manny? <laughs> no, to for uh, to, till they clinch their playoffs. <laughs> well, I made the point the other day. The Orioles should be looking to trade Machado like right now because with the way he's heading, like his value will never be higher than it is yeah. than, than it is right now. Trade him, yeah. Trade him. Yeah. That's another so. blow it up situation, just like in D.C. Right. I, I think the concern for the Orioles is not obvious. the Nationals, the Wizards. Yeah, the Wizards. With, with, with the Orioles, it's like. This is the team. Like, how much better is it going to get? Even with, even when Zach Britton comes back, and with with the Nationals, I mean, Daniel Murphy's not playing, uh, uh, and then they have they have guys that are hurt that aren't that yeah. aren't able to contribute. Yeah. Uh, Adam, so do the Orioles. Uh, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> Mark Trumbo, who I, I think played in scope. who who played in scope, um, but but the Nat- oh. but but the Nationals. Tim Beckham is now on the DL. Right. Um, These are all the reasons that the Orioles are going to say they're not going to trade Manny. Right. Yeah. We've right. been over this. Right. And they that was their attitude last year, and they yeah. finished. They finished in last place. So <laughs> they, they wrote it out last year and, and, and finished in the cellar. So. Uh, so are we concerned about uh, uh, these teams? With the Orioles, it seems the concern would be a little, little bit more legitimate. With the Nationals, you, you would sort of like to see Daniel Murphy play well, one game. Well, I go the other way on that. I think the concern is for the Nats. They had bigger expectations. That's what I was just going to say. What yeah. are we concerned about with the Orioles? Yeah. Like, I didn't have any Everybody didn't knew this, this would be no, Baltimore. That, that, that's a fair point. So, yeah, I, I would say that there's actually concern in, in Washington. I still think it's early, but yeah. you're, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it, going to start yeah. real soon it, here. It, it's, a, it, it's April. And it's almost May. Well, right, but it's still April. <laughs> yeah, I, so I mean, everybody knew Baltimore was only winning twenty six games this year, and so. no, and no one's had, like Bryce Harper's like way under three hundred. His batting average is way under three hundred. Yeah, but he had a broken bat home run, so he has a pass for them <laughs> okay. to, at least until the All Star yeah, break. Yeah, he'll be he'll be <laughs> fine. But right, yeah, it is surprising that they continue to lose. They're yeah. losing a lot of close games, but new manager. Do you think that has anything to do with that's, it? That's that's a good question. Yeah, Dave Martinez, who doesn't really have new much mentality. of a track record, right? Mm. So. Dusty ain't walking through that door. All right. Well, since uh, Colin has another podcast record uh, coming up here. Oh, did you oh we, wa- we wanted to get to this first. No, yeah. yeah. I just, however briefly, did you guys see some of this at all? I heard uh, a little bit about the college basketball, um, the report that was that was put out today. What, what, what's your takeaway, Colin? So they essentially want to expand the NCAA. <laughs> instead, of, instead of loosening the powers and, uh, you know, what they want to do is hire more people. They want to hire, I think, and I have the title in here somewhere. They want to appoint a vice president level executive to develop meaningful standards for NCAA certification. That's their that's their goal. And they and part what of this the, too. What, what do they say about the one and done? They well, so they what they want to do, and this is kind of an interesting thought in terms of the one and done. They don't want to pay the players, of course, but what they want to say is that if you leave after one and done, you can come back at any point in your life. And still get that full ride, still get okay. a free education. All right, I'm that, on board that, with that. That is a good policy. I think they should be able to come back and just, especially if you don't get drafted. Um, not if you don't get drafted. I don't know how you, to say you should, this. Should be able, you're saying you should, they should be able to talk to agents. You should be able like to that? hire an agent, yeah. right? Yeah, and then decide even before the draft to, that you want to go back. So the, the thing about hiring an agent to me is ridiculous. That that, that disqualifies you from yeah, because from, you, from uh, coming uh, back. The, the agent yeah. is a counselor. I mean, yeah. they're, they're saying what's what they're trying to help the kid figure out what's be, what's the best choice, yeah. right? Yeah, there's Anything a lot else? of a lot. Of, well, the, yeah, there's a lot there's of stuff a in of here, stuff. but but we don't really have the time. I think we got to get going soon. Uh, but they also want to have they want to have more of a hand in summer basketball programs. 
It's like, I, I don't... Like what do the you AAU? Think? Yeah, it's, the commission recommends that the NCAA take short and long-term actions to reform non-scholastic basketball and disassociate disassociate the NCAA and its member institutions oh from the gosh. aspects they of non-scholastic basketball. So More tentacles yeah. to their responsibilities and... Even more layers to get layers through. To, yeah. uh, People are getting paid to play basketball. Well, okay. <laughs> like, how talk- can you police that? You're talking <laughs> about adding more people. Why yeah. the hell? Why the hell not? And the also, NCAA has like seventy-eight billion dollars or something. Well, like I that. see. I thought of it that way too because we all talk about how much money they make. So then they maybe just they'll put hire it to me this. to oversee the AAU scene in Frederick County. I, mean, <laughs> I well, they also we want they want to work closer with the NBA, the NBA Players Association, and agents. It's like. The whole idea of this stuff happening is that the agents don't care about you. They don't listen to you. They're not going to be governed by you. This whole commission. This was, is not going to help. This whole commission was just a. Uh, uh, it was just a. Uh, I mean, d- a facade. It, a facade. That's the word I was looking for to pretend like they cared about any of this stuff. They don't. Yeah. They just want the public to think that they care and they're working toward all these solutions. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is just, this is a total PR stunt. Who's Emmer? Condoleezza Rice wrote this. Right. Condi Rice wrote it. Sixty it, pages. Emmer's the, the, the NCAA president is like, oh, you know, well, there's been you know mistakes made, and we need to take our medicine, and like he's trying to act like. Yeah, this but, is, but but they're, this, this they're is a PR move. They're, they're not really going to do anything. Right. They're not, not going to change anything. But, but but they're trying to act like they care by putting out statements. It recommends the NCAA create new investigative agencies. So they're also gonna they're gonna expand them that way. The commission, so the FBI doesn't have to investigate them anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. a that's a good point. The commission recommends that the NCAA create independent investigative and adjudicative arms to address and resolve complex and serious cases. Really? So the so the, now the FBI is not going to get involved, but Rick Pitino is still going to go out with some uh, hoozy and. Have a few, have a have a few nights at a restaurant. Remember that story. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. And, and and stuff happens Patino. before bef- stuff happens before they even leave the restaurant. Yeah. Apparently, so. Yeah, that's true. So this is a joke. The NCAA needs. Sorry, we couldn't get. They're they're, they're 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 pretending they care, Colin. They're pretending they care. So. Just like that kid who told you he listens to this podcast. <laughs> no, no, apparently he does because he reached out to me and wants to explain why Drake is so famous from a millennial's perspective. He does. Cody, Cody. Why didn't you have him in? Have him on. Well, he, uh, he was in here yesterday, and we couldn't do it. Yeah. Right. We'll have him come back up. He's a kid. Yeah. What else he, is he doing? He'd be. He'd be. He'd You'd be surprised at how busy kids are these no, days. Oh, uh, that's right. We we can't get kids to come in here and get their all area photos taken no. when we're honoring them as all county players. <laughs> Sorry, too busy. Can't come in. We'll, we'll we'll have you back in, Cody. Don't don't worry about it. So, Cody all right. right. Uh, seen or to be seen tonight? Wizards Raptors game five. That's what Josh is going with. No, I'm oh, not. Oh, go ahead, go oh ahead. you pointed like you were. No, I think it's a good one. one. No, yeah, I'm going with Penn's caps. Another Penn's cap. <laughs> I wanted to get to that. Yeah. So I'm very much. I'm a, I'm a Penguins fan. Is are you a Penguins fan too, Colin? No, um, being a Pennsylvania boy, I'm not. But I thought the Caps were dead in the water. If anything, I'm a Capitals fan, and I grew up closer to Buffalo, so I would have been a Sabres fan. Okay, gotcha. So I'm looking forward to Penn's caps and, and seeing seeing the Pens torture the caps like like, like they do every <laughs> spring. So, yeah. how many games? Uh, six, right. seven, and it's it starts in Washington, right? Right. The Caps have the home ice advantage. Home ice, so. the only sport. I mean, not the only sport, but it matters the least to have home field advantage in hockey. I think than any other that's, sport. That's probably true. I just I, I mentioned last week that Ovechkin really hadn't come through for the Capitals. It seemed like, and he had two goals in a really good game in their their clinching win the other night. So, all right. you know, what are you looking for, to, John? I'm, I was or, gonna, or it could be a pass. Yeah, I was going to say or to be seen. I was going to say seen, and I, I think I was going to um, 
maybe introduce something that I might do f- frequently. And that's looking back at something like we talked about reading and how much reading we do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do like to read a lot of feature stories and profiles and stuff like that. And last week um, in an outstanding issue of sports illustrated, it just came out. Saquon Barkley is on the cover. I guess he's one of the cover boys, but anyway, within that, within that edition, there is a story. They do a really neat um, idea with quarterbacks. So they talk about, um, a, a current quarterback and it's, uh, you know, a prospect and it's Baker Mayfield to do a big feature on him. They talk about, um, a Pat, kid, are you talking about Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes a yeah. kid, a kid who's in the league who just got drafted and that's Pat Mahomes. And they talk about someone who was a prospect and who mm-hmm. is no longer in the NFL. And it was a fantastic feature story by Greg Bishop, I think on Jake Locker. He's, he's, he's oh yeah, Bishop that's is, a great Bishop story. Is really good. He's yeah. one of my favorite writers. That I, I did read that. You online. did. Yeah fantastic story um and i and i want to i I hardly ever do something like this but i want to almost like applaud jake locker for the decision that he made because in this day and age he could have made he could have easily played as a backup quarterback in the nfl for another five or six or seven years made five million dollars a year and banked it and you know helped his family out and he didn't do it he 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 took a long hard look at his life um and and how happy he was as an NFL player, and he just decided to walk away when he easily had several more years of of, um, of playing time. And what were his conditions for the story? The main character had to be Jesus. He had to bring his family over to his house, and I think yeah. there was a third thing too. There, and I can't remember. I can't remember what it was. Um, he was, but the, the whole beginning of the story is 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 Locker expressing concern over how he will be perceived yeah. in yeah. such a story mm-hmm. before he even agrees with Bishop, and he said. I'll do the story on these conditions. And yeah. there's a couple of things that you mentioned. They met at a coffee shop. Yeah. Think. And yeah. it was a really nice scene that they played out. Like, so Greg Bishop flew his wife and child, infant child to, I think it's, he lives outside of Seattle or something yeah. like that yeah. and spent some time with Jake Locker and his family on a Sunday watching football. And a lot of the story is, you know, he weaves in obviously past um, yeah. uh, his past and, and then also, uh, you know why he made the decision and everything, but it's just a really it was a really nice story. That's yeah, great. Um, you, you don't hear you know you've forgotten about Jake Locker already. You remember there was a time just a few years ago that he was expected to be the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even, he didn't even come out that year and his stock plummeted. He yeah. ended up going later. Mm-hmm. Um, Played for Tennessee. So anyway, kudos to him. He gave it up and yeah. he's happier for it. So it was a great story and I I liked I, I think in the future I'll try to continue like sharing some some stories that I've read that I think are um, well done or, or meaningful to the times or whatever and giving the props to the writers like Craig Bishop who was fantastic. Excellent. Well, we will uh, leave it there this week and uh, we will uh, see you guys next week with Jason Lockenpore of CBS yeah. Sports. <laughs> Look forward to that. So thanks for tuning in to Just Another Sports Podcast. <laughs>